back out here. What's up, y'all? We back at the Gentleman's Lounge. How y'all doing? What's cracking? What's cracking? What's cracking? Yeah. Crackin'? We, uh, we got the family, <laughs> the folks. You know, what's up, man? We got AJ out here. Albert Simmons. Yo, shout out to me. Let's go. We got Jared Jones. Jay Jones. Jay Jones. You feel I got to look at the middle camera because I just I just noticed the, the two sides. That, man, not not you got to look at this can. one right here. I see. Nobody. Because when we did the show. Uh, this tide just goes south real quick. Nobody cares. Nobody so, cares. So you got less, man. What's up? Less is more. <laughs> uh, everybody cares. <laughs> and I'm excited. I'm excited because we've been, we was talking about this in season three. Yeah. Now we back in season four. We was able to get my homegirl Bianca out here from Balanced Soul Counseling. Just want to make sure I right. So we appreciate having you. What's up? What's up? Licensed therapist. You got to say licensed because people don't think you just throwing your opinions out That's here. That's true. I am social a licensed worker or clinical social worker. Okay. Clinical social, social worker. worker. Okay. Not a therapist, you're a social worker. That is technically correct. But hey. being a social worker, you have it's like an umbrella. Like you can do so many things being a social worker. Mm. Thera being a therapist is just one aspect of it. Ooh. So, okay. so you, you have you open for client new clients? Currently, I do have a wait list. What? Um, so Gee, business is, is booming, right? I feel um, it. I feel it. A lot of people need support and yeah. Me. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do an intake with you, and then I'll put you on the wait list. Yeah, I, I got a lot to say. It's a good problem. It's going to be very interesting. But do you, are you going to listen to that right. question? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to listen for sure. Yeah. Are you Are you a are feedback? You answer the question. Ooh, good question. Yeah, some people just listen. Yeah. I've been, I've, I've been in therapy, and they just listen. I'm, I'm talking to a screen. and Yeah, you know, leave. Oh, yeah, leave them. Problems and, you know, thoughts, and they just like... All right, well, so uh, the next appointment is going to be next week at uh, 7 o'clock, same time. Yeah. Damn, give me some feedback. No, so, so what they like, do yeah. is they wait till the third or fourth one, and then they give you feedback because they want to make it but seem like they listening. you still didn't like get that on the third or fourth one? Nah. Yeah. Because they don't it's just really just like they're listening and even in person. They're just listening. Yeah. And, you know, Every therapist is different for sure, but I make sure to let my clients know up front I am a little bit more direct yeah. than more ther most therapists. I want you um, to tell me when I'm wrong. I do gently call people out if they're That's not fair. doing things that are aligning with like their goals or the things we've been talking about. Um, and my approach is very conversationalist. Like I'm super laid back. I feel like it takes a lot of the pressure off yeah. of them, of me, because I also have ADHD and anxiety and I talk a little bit too much. <laughs> so fair. I'm an, I don't know, I'm an open book with my clients too. It's very So do you share your personal you share your own personal life with them too? Not all of my personal life. I do have to be mindful of like when it's appropriate. Yeah, right, right. Is this going to be helpful that I share this? Like, I'm not just going to say like, yeah, I ate some pizza last night, <laughs> ate an edible. Like, there, there's no reason for them to know that yeah, information. Yeah, true, true, but true. If it's going to help, for sure, because I do have a lot of life experience, like a lot of trauma experience too. Mm -hmm. So I find that it help. it's helpful to relate to them, for sure. Yeah, that's true. So how did you like come across like... <laughs> Was it whether there's just trauma that you had had uh, experienced as a child? You was like, you know what? I think I want to go into the like, space to get like to how she get into the field. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want the truth or the lie? I want the truth. Yeah. I want the truth. Yeah. I want the truth like ain't a lie. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm an open book. I'm very authentic. So mm. I was originally a nursing major. Mm. Uh, figured out I was not smart enough to pass <laughs> science classes. Not interested enough. Not interested enough. Yeah. Right. I I just couldn't get it. So I <laughs> failed a class. <laughs> Community college, I was like, this is not for me. Um, I knew I wanted to help people. And it honestly wasn't until I went to this music festival called Electric Forest. And I had this place. Really hippie. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm a modern day hippie. I love that. Go hippies in the crowd, man. Because me and hippie having the same, like, literally, we'll just turn to each other, like, even when we walk over their crib, man, because they bad, cool people. I'll turn. And you just be like, <laughs> it was a vibe, but go ahead. We're I'm chill, sorry. we're chill. Yeah. yeah, it was like during that festival that I had a very spiritual, psychedelic experience. And I was like, oh my God, I want to help people and like, I want to help criminals. I want to work in a jail and like get into these people's minds because I watched a lot of Criminal Minds and Law and Order and shit like that. Um, did I end up doing any of that? No. Yeah, but what are you, a parole <laughs> officer? Like, or are you like I a, a licensed therapist in a jail? Do you have to have like a different type of degree to, or it doesn't matter? No, nope. you can still be a social worker and work in corrections. It, oh. it would be called forensic social work. Yo, I got to find yeah, this show. Yeah, it's super this. Let me cool. Find this show for own it's, that that would be very interesting. I thought about being a lawyer and doing a, what, a, what's, it, what's it called? Criminal. Uh, 
uh, defense. Oh, defense, yeah. 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 I mean, hey, everyone's entitled to I'm a like, trial, right? I watched a little bit too much power. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said I got to go back to school oh for this God. shit right here. <laughs> it's never too late. You right. So how, how long have you been in yeah. practice? I graduated with my master's in 2018, so mm. <clears throat> it's been like five years now, right? That's what's up. I'll never know what day it is anymore, I swear to God. It's, totally <laughs> it's a simulation, it's okay. I swear. Awesome. Um, so it's been five years, but I've been in private practice, which is like one-on-one -on -one individual therapy for the past three years, mm. and then I went out on my own, I don't open up my own business last summer. So Congrats. I am my own boss. What's up? What, made, what kind of drove that? Money. What drove that inspiration? <laughs> Without saying too much. Um, the gentleman's Lounge. I didn't like how I was being treated at the last practice. And there was a lot of microaggressions. Yeah, yeah I like that. I've experienced um, that. Found out I was getting paid the least, even though I had more experience than some people. So I was like, you know what? And where these people have different ethnicities. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. I learned a lot. They helped me so much. But at a certain point, I was like, I could be doing all this shit on my own. Yeah. Like, yeah. I knew the back work, the insurance information. I'm like, there's no reason. And honestly, my own therapist was like, you need to get the F out of there and open up your own shit. Like, mm. she's, she really empowered me. Awesome. You're a therapist and you have a therapist, too. Sure Makes sense. Though. Yeah, of course she's human. Yeah, sense. Well, she goes through shit. You can't be. Plus, think about all I'm hearing and yeah. taking in yeah. on yeah. a daily basis. Yeah. Like, you can't just share it with people. Yeah, right. yeah. I have to share it with someone who is confidential. Right, right. Um, also, we're supposed to have supervision, so that means I have to meet with someone to talk about my cases. Because this oh. is heavy, right? It's and like I, being a cop. Right? I have to make sure I'm not having any bias. I have to check myself as well. Like, being your own business owner on your own, it's kind of lonely. So I do have to check with my colleagues and make sure I'm on the right track. Yeah. Well, let's take a step back then. So what exactly is mental health, I guess? Because, you know, this topic is... Yeah. It's been getting, you know, more and more and more hype, you know, in the last, like, few years, especially, like, right before COVID. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, even growing up, right? Like, shoot, you used to have your mom snap on you and be like, you know what? I can't deal with this. ain't good for my mental health. Like, but you would, it would be like, oh, it's like it's a saying or a phrase, but it wouldn't be something that was taken serious, though. Right. So, I mean, what, what exactly is mental health, I guess, so we can begin there? Honestly, <clears throat> excuse me, mental health, to me, is literally everything you do. Mm -hmm. So, the technical definition is your overall well-being with your emotional state, social state, and psychological state. However, your physical state, how you talk to yourself, what you put in your body, um, who you hang out with, all of that affects your mind. So it's so wild to me that here in Western culture, you're like, yeah, this has been like a growing, booming topic. In like Eastern cultures, tradition, they've always valued um, having a clear mind. That's why they be having six mind. months of vacation half the time. Swear, like, right? What? Yeah, a lot of days. catching up to do. Me yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm jealous in a good way where it's like, yeah, that makes sense because they, they understand it. Like, their lunch breaks is like, yo, if you want to go outside, take a smoke break and take a two-hour walk around <laughs> the, the building, go right ahead, you know? Four you don't have to work week. Two, two hour? Yeah, they'll be yeah, like, right? yeah, no, you're, you're fuck it out of here, buddy. No, some <laughs> you take a day off. do, like, End their work day at like two, yeah. go home. Take, I mean, in Mexico, all businesses close. Well, where I'm from in Durango, it, all businesses close at like one or two. Mm -hmm. They take a nap, they eat with their family, they have a siesta, and they reopen at six or five, right? Like mm, they nice. give themselves that break. It's like the love, man. It's like the life. <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, corporate. I work in corporate. So it's like, it's so, so much work to do. So people mm -hmm. are scared. Well, not scared, but they're skeptical to take days off, personal days for their, you know, yeah. their mental health. You know, me personally, I only take days off when I'm going out of town or on vacation, you know, How personally. How often do you take a day off to legitimately just rest so, and rejuvenate? Yeah, so, not a lot. No. Or if I have a dentist, dentist appointment, you know, a health appointment, you know, that those reasons I'll take a personal half day or something, yeah. but I'm still working. So I think it's, it's needed because you working in some of these high stress environments and working is like, you want to take a day off, but then your job's like, well, if you leave, who else is going to do your job where you're right. gone? Yep. So it's like. Well, honestly, a, who cares? Yeah, yeah. 
That, or you're not motivated, right? Or they're thinking like you're not motivated because you're taking days off. So if you take it, if you're actually taking the days off that we give you, like if we give you 14 days off a year, but you take 10 days off, they're mm-hmm. actually looking at you like, yo, you're not, right. you're not really committed. Hey, you you're not committed. more days off than the rest of us. Yeah, like, like you're yeah. not really a hard worker. Yeah. Like you're actually maximizing your, your time. Like that's mm-hmm. insane to me. Yeah. And that's kind of like how the American culture is. And it's hamster wheel. Yeah, it's the old. Our generation and the generation behind us, like we're trying to change the narrative a little bit, for sure. Which is is good, but like our parents and grandparents, hell, that's the way they think. It's just like, mm-hmm. bro. Nah, I mean to be honest, I, I'm a, I'm a disagree because you know, what it is is that it's finding more access to us because we want to work at home and everything's computer based now. It's like, okay, well, yeah, you can work home, but now I need to know exactly where you're at. We're giving you a company laptop. So I need to be able to track this. I need to understand when you're actually online, right? Or I need you, you should be able to have, I should have more access to you now because you don't have to actually drive. So let's just take out two hours of drive time. Now I have more access to you. That's two extra hours out of the day that you should be working. Working. Which is essentially what electric vehicles kind of segue into because now salespeople can do work while they actually on the road without having driving. to focus on driving. Oh, hell no, I would never. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? I've what? never heard yeah, of Yeah, no, I've never heard Oh, yeah, taking phone calls and all that yeah. other stuff. Yeah, yeah. taking electric. Zoom calls. No, electric vehicles. Driving. So if like I'm a sales self-driving rep, self-driving if I'm a, if I'm yeah. a sales rep, and then I'm an electric vehicle, like the, projecting the future, which is only like five years away, now the vehicle can go to appointment, to appointment for me. I don't no longer have to be hands free. Yeah. Now I can double my calls, right? Because I'm in the car, I can double my work. It's all about maximizing the workforce. Yeah. And that is so fucking draining, it's right? Mentally like, draining, like 100%. And that's why, you know, the U.S., I'm assuming you let me know if I'm wrong, the U.S. is probably the most impacted when it comes down to, like, suicides yeah. and things along those along those uh, lines because we just work ourselves to the ground and it's like we don't actually just take a step back and just, like, yeah. let me actually enjoy wor- the world. Let me enjoy life. Let me do that. I think China's up there, too. Jap- Japan as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. are probably even worse than us. Yeah, mm-hmm. see? Especially those that's crazy. In those factories, like... Sheen. Oh, Sheen. <laughs> or the Apple. Sheen. <laughs> yeah, Sheen. I, I, those people in those Apple factories, like there yeah. was a, I think it was like two years ago when Apple had a very high suicide rate of people working mm-hmm. in those factories because yeah. they were just working them to the bones. Yeah. And they weren't getting paid much. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. It's all, it's yeah, all it's like crazy. toxic. But it's right. expected. Yeah. In the corporate world, they're like, well, you signed up for this. Right, right. right. You need right. it. I pay, we paid you this big salary, so you should be available. Right. Yeah. Or All the time. High hourly rate. Like, rating. how often so, have yes. you guys checked your teams and seen somebody else on, and you're like, well, should I be on? Oh, yeah. Should oh, I no, pretend I, that I'm on it? Nah, me? I'd be like, this nah. dumb motherfucker. <laughs> 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 nah, I mean, I agree with you. That. Hey, I mean, I, I, this I dumb motherfucker. <laughs> but I get her as far as this optional meeting, right, that's on the calendar, but you see that your whole team is joined, but not you. And you're like, well, it's optional, but in the back of your mind, ah, you're like, you got to jump off. Now, All now everybody else back to the point of now that like, I'm not working hard enough, I'm not willing to put in that extra time. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, shoot, this is me talking for me, you pay me for my extra time. So if you ain't paying me for my extra time, then I shouldn't have to do the extra time. But then when it comes to bonuses and stuff, they right. Hey, way. hey, look, uh, well, you didn't show up to the optional meeting and you didn't uh, do this or that. So uh, here's here's your bonus. Yeah, when I hit over hundred percent on my quota, you didn't give me an extra day off, did you? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, you know, I still made you a lot more money than you made me. True. Because I mean, they don't look extra, at it like that. Let's just say you sold a piece of equipment that was fifty grand, right? Yeah. Well, you probably only taking five hundred to a thousand from that actual piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. All right, so where the rest of this money go? Oh, they manufactured it for like twenty thousand. Yep. Right. Well, let's start doing this math because it's math ain't math, and how many hey, all this? It's always a, you get the short end of the, end of the stick, though. And then oh. they just and then what do they do? They increase your quota. True. Oh, we want you to produce more with the same amount of time, the same amount of resources, but because you are experienced six months further than you were, you should be able to produce a lot more. Right. And there's the trap. There's the mental health breakdown right there. It sounds like y'all need to change industries because my job is, they're like real, real good about work-life balance. Aren't you in HR? No. Oh, project manager. Project manager in healthcare, though. Y'all have to. There's no no expectation on us to be working past five o'clock. Uh, There's a lot more companies that are now. I you just open up a care right now. Upper management. Upper management, you know what I'm saying? It's it's expected, you know what I'm saying? Like senior PMs, directors, things like that. Like, yeah, they'll be sending out emails. I've gotten emails at 11, 12 o'clock, sometimes mm-hmm. one o'clock in the morning. But that's not the expectation of, you know what I'm saying, the 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 people who are on doing more of the day-to-day work, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they really believe like 
I'm, I'm, I work for a healthcare company, so you know what I'm saying. We we are big on we mental health what they and, preach. and all that. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. for me, like if I'm answering emails, they tell us all the time. If you're on PTO, go on PTO. Don't answer emails. Like be okay. on PTO. That makes you know sense. Like, I'm, I'm, I've never been on. It's it's been probably out of the eight years I've been there, like a couple times where I've just answered emails when I was on mm-hmm. PTO. Like I had to get this done because I was the only one that knew. Well, yeah, specific time. roles. So I've always been doing the same thing. Role specific. PTO, working PTO, having to work because of financial reporting or specific roles mm-hmm. that people are supposed to do on the team. So, you know. Men don't fall for the trap. Yeah. So I, I, I'm with you when it comes down to like, yo, if you own PTO, you own PTO, don't answer emails, don't answer nothing. But it goes back to what we said is the expectation is you're not about to take 14 days of PTO. You're going to take probably seven days out the year of PTO. Yeah. So we're going to make it seem like, yo, you're okay. You're, it's comfortable. <laughs> now imagine if you taking that full 14 days out the year, every year. Did they I say anything? I, and, I, do, I do it every year. And here's my second piece. Nope, but here's my second oh, piece. Oh, you take that week off. But here's sure. my second piece, though, right, for Jared. I never do it. Because of the industry. And I know what industry he's in. And it's the most cheated, like, shady industry, in my opinion. I got nothing to do with me. I know, don't have nothing to do with you. <laughs> I know, but that's why the work life balance is all around because, I mean, insurance, right? Yeah. Health insurance. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. When it comes down to insurance companies, they are the shadiest bunch of people ever. Yeah. Why, so, why are y'all not, not working past company. five, but people's health issues are happening at nine o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night? Well, I need to call customer service. Why are you denying my claim? You know, it's a call center, right? 24 hour advocate. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm in project management. And what do they do? Nothing to do with me. I agree. I agree. We're talking about the industry in now. We're talking about the industry. Yeah, of course. Bro, that's like being a cop and saying, but I'm a good one. You better call the call center. They got nothing to do with me. I, I, have, I literally have. I agree. I, I, have no, I, I can't look up nobody's claims. Okay, <laughs> so you're in a whole different department. No, literally, yeah. you know what they, and clearly, I have a personal relationship. Uh, really? Personal. I'm talking about the industries in because, yeah, I'm calling customer service, but they're like, oh, let me get you to my manager. However, it's after eight. <laughs> You can't reach anybody. You have to call back tomorrow during like normal representative hours. So you're looking like, yo, I'm at the hospital right now. I need my What shit. do you mean? They're telling me you denied it because the misspelling of a letter. Let's fix this right now. Yeah, That's they, not they Blue will. Cross and Blue Shield in Illinois. Ex- I will say that. I will say Blue Cross Blue Shield, my top insurance provider mm. that pays me on time. Mm. They never give me a hassle. Other insurance companies, yeah. If you have one thing wrong, denied. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've never had any uh, another insurance I've company. Had I've had a ball. I've never had nobody else. I, so I, I can't compare and contrast. Oh, I've had a ball, man. I've, I've, I've yeah. companies a lot. But Personally, we, I haven't had them, but as a clinician, I have to submit all of my claims. Right. How does that work when you know when I submit my uh, my information to my therapist, etc.? How does that yeah. work on your end? You know, you just you just. <laughs> So, you read them out the it's numbers. All billing and, codes, man. Yeah, it's so there's codes. an online yes, there's an <laughs> online system that we have access to. Mm-hmm. Typically, business owners hire someone to do their billing. Right. So you which do it all yourself. I did. Oh, you hired. I, I did. Smart. And then she screwed me over. What? Yep. She's about to like have a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for you. So hire now, me. <laughs> right. So now I'm doing things all on my own. Um, so you have to submit like. The date of service, like how long was the session? What's your diagnosis? Um, where did you take the session? Your name, age, everything. Your uh, your mistake. ID, your um, your subscriber your ID. ID. One little stuff. mistake, your claim's getting denied. And it's like category subcategory. Well, if you pick this category, and it, was, and it was this subcategory, but your description it. says this. Yes. Oh, denied. <laughs> So then you got to bill them accordingly. You got to yeah. bill your customer because you're like, yo, insurance rejected. The, the, the insured has to then reach out to the insurance company, ask why it was rejected. And then they go, oh, the, the person that uh, submitted the claim said this, this, this. Now I got to go back to my therapist. Yeah, so that's another shitty thing about insurance is that like in the mental health field, yeah. if I don't have my notes like explaining medical necessity so stating why you need to keep coming and why insurance should keep paying they're gonna say oh they seemed fine for three weeks in your notes they don't they don't need to cover they don't need coverage anymore so insurance while it's makes therapy a lot more accessible to people it's also very limiting in like the criteria they look for you know who usually doesn't have insurance rich people Mm. 
or they choose not to use it. That's true. They have it, but they choose to pay, pay out of pocket. I can pay out of pocket. Exactly, right? because I that insurance isn't caring about the notes. They don't care how many times you go. They right. they don't have a say in your mental health. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow, but it may but it may cover a portion though. Absolutely, you can still get. Well, some sort of discount. Absolutely. Oh, you yes. rich. You don't care about that portion. Right. Like, no. 50000 for this procedure? Let's go. Sign me up. Fuck smart spending. Exactly. <laughs> so, so now, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, you being, like, you've taken a big leap. Congratulations again on your business. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm glad that it, you're getting booked up. I mean, when, when did the industry change? Would you say, like, yo, I could, anybody could have gone and started their own business and as long as they were good, they would have been booked up? Or do you think, like, within the last five, ten years, whatever, like, it's just been a boom? <laughs> I would say definitely since the pandemic because of telehealth. Yep. Before the pandemic, there was, again, insurance was only covering a certain number of mm. sessions via telehealth. Now, because of the pandemic, they have no choice. Right. Like, people don't want to leave their houses. Yep. Um, they might not feel safe. And now at this point, it's convenient as hell. Like, you don't have to drive after work after a mm. long day. You can just pull up on your couch and have a very, I believe, still intimate session with your therapist. I have really great sessions in in um, telehealth. I like in person better, personally. Why is yeah. that? I guess it depends on the thing. Why, I why mean, is that? Uh, it's more intimate, more personable. Absolutely. More, uh, I, feel, I feel like uh, the therapist is invested more, mm -hmm. you know? So, oh, so I think it's all depends. I would feel like my yeah, clients would probably yeah, say yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you in person, you face a computer, you face time your girl. Let's I'd say, rather be in person. Yeah, I know you'd rather be in person. Yeah. However, is it less intimate? Because you, I mean, is it not intimate when you face time your girl and it's just her in the room? Is she not? No, it's not you? less intimate. She not take off her clothes. It will be. She not show some be better physically. If I'm, but you're not trying to touch them. I'm trying to talk. Well, not the, not the, not the <laughs> oh, but you talk about the girl. You talk about the so a girl. Saying, if I got a girl, I'm trying to touch. As long as you know that this is the only person in the room, and then there's the only part. There's only there's only you in your room. To okay. me, that's still intimate. It's now, still intimate for now, sure. I, I agree. In person is definitely different, but it's not like I need to physically rub this doctor's leg or to be no, like, not at all, not at all. But to feel the connection, yeah, you're right. And also, research shows that in person is the most effective, effective type way. of therapy. However, I I'm interested to see six to 10 years from now what that research shows now that we have so much telehealth. Because However, though, I mean, that research may show indifferent, but mm -hmm. that's because most of the sessions have been via Zoom or online. You know, it's not many sessions because now it's, uh, it's increasing right. now. So then nowadays, like five years from now, like with, is it going to balance back true. out or right. is telehealth going to be a lot higher? True. Teledoc, I mean, for those who don't know what telehealth is, I mean, it's really anything you can do virtually to have like a, a HIPAA compliance session yeah. with like your doctor, therapist, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. But like Teledoc's been around since like 2006, yeah, maybe yeah, seven. Yeah, it's been around for a while, but it got the hype of it. The high, or the height of it was because of the pandemic yeah. that really brought it out. For sure. I had, me and my, my therapist, I've had both. I've had virtual and I've had in person. And I, I felt more connected. In person? Virtual. No. Oh, virtual? virtual. Really? That's virtual. I'm glad. That's a virtual good. doctor. And I think it all just depends on, on your therapist, too. Cause it does. Mm, it's it, point. The way, of, the way your therapist does. makes you feel like my therapist, she, no nonsense, she gonna tell me how it is. Yeah. And it's like, I have a connection with you and the therapist that I had in person. It really, I mean, she was there, she was present, but it just, yeah. It wasn't the same. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the same. So right now, I'm I'm a big advocate for. And I don't know if you. Know. What about what about uh, sex? I've had three different therapists in the past two years. Sex therapists. And I've had uh, one no, male, one male, two females. Oh, I was like, what yeah, I was a little confused. I was oh, like, like <laughs> gender. Okay, I got okay, sorry, yeah. sorry, gender. Sex. Yeah. But, uh, I, I had a right, male. Right. Well, you just gotta elaborate. The male. The male was the uh, the better of. Really? Yeah, okay, yeah. see, so, yeah, a lot of men mm. say they connect more with female therapists, but it really all is just as preference. Yeah. But I don't know if you guys know this, like, the most effective intervention for change and to help support someone through their healing journey isn't all the breath work you're going to do with them, isn't the way you help them reframe their negative thoughts. It's actually the relationship yeah, between is. the client and the therapist. Yep. Like, if it's a really good one... Mm -hmm. You couldn't see your therapist for years. Mm -hmm. And like that is more effective than any other intervention. Yeah. yeah. So it does have to um, be a good match. My, yeah. my therapist is definitely a great match. She's just really expensive. 
It's like yeah. two hundred fifty dollars a session. Oh wow! Yeah, if you get for that that's hour a session, lot. Yeah, mm. I had one like that too. She was. She is amazing. Yeah, she is amazing. Good. You know what? She's, she's, she's worth and, it. And, and like it, it helped me. Like try another therapist. Just get that hundred and fifty dollar therapist. We do it. I get an allowance through through my insurance. Okay. Okay. Nice. That's good. That's good. I still. I think it's like one hundred fifty bucks or something. Oh, that's that's bad then. Yeah. Yeah. All of you guys should have an employee assistance program. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you. Yeah. I didn't know until the pandemic <laughs> though that that Blue Cross gives literally gives you like, yeah. free, like free, eight free sessions or something. Like that. Eight, that's yeah. a that's but a very generous used, amount. Be yeah, like that's a lot. That's what's crazy. It's always been that way. Just people just never you never look at they your never knew oh, about it. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure I used to look at my benefits. It wasn't there in two thousand. Did you ever use them? Did you ever? No, I never used them. I'm just being honest. So two thousand four topic to to, to break. God damn. Because I never oh, really it. Trust me, EAP has been around for a while. Yeah. Now I've heard I'll of talk about the year. I'll talk about the year. That was my first job I'm out of like, grad school. But you young. I'm so young. You're young, no, you're young. You're See, right. like I said, back in like 2007, I don't know if EAP was around. Let's say 2004. I'll say, wait a minute. I was, how old was I in 2004? I was nine. In 2004? 2004. I was nine. Okay, we ain't got to go there. Right. I'm looking like, what? Age is just a mindset. I was 12. Jeez. Jeez. All right. What were you, 37? 2004, just, just kicked me in the back a little bit. Six. Okay. <laughs> That's why I look the way I look now. All right. I'm approaching 98. I'm approaching 98 right now. Damn. Damn to you. I'm still walking, still kicking. What's in your diet? Before I had benefits of healthcare insurance and some shit. I'm like, what? Well, God, God, God is in I was in middle school in 2004. That's hilarious. I went on a date one time. And I knew the guy was way too old for me when he was like, yeah, I had to like find a different job during the recession. Life different job. Damn. Damn, I was in middle school. Middle school. That sounds rough, bro. Like, uh, cut it short. Hey, uh, where's the check? I think I'm too old for this date. So, so you mentioned dating this. So how does being a, a, a therapist, counselor, impact like your relationship now? I mean, you're engaged, right? I am engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. We're getting married in September. I'm so excited. Um, oh, how does it impact my relationship? Because does he feel like sometimes when y'all just talking, you like, yo, are you jobbing me right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you straight turn working me? Brain, you working right, right turn now? your therapist brain off. And <laughs> you know, like, are you working me right now? Based off that comment, turn your therapist brain off. Mm. I've gotten that comment from several of my close friends when mm. they come for advice or just to vent. They're like, I don't need the therapist right now. I just need a friend. Yeah. But at this point in my life, in my career, that is who I am. Yeah. I question everything. I have worked on my healthy, assertive communication. I'm very retrospective. I'm very self-aware. Mm -hmm. And when I'm like giving someone my input or my perception majority of people in my life really do value it and mm -hmm. they come to me like i'll be at a party people will trauma dump on me in Oof. the middle of a party all the time <laughs> like, i'm all just the time. To... i wasn't ready I guess, that's uh, just what i attract I'm drunk oh, leave I me do. alone no, <laughs> yeah so like that's just who i am i'm not trying to patronize anyone or it's judge you it's just communication let's yeah. talk about it let me tell you how i feel about your actions because i know you're like not like behaving and the way you want to live your life. You know, like I can see these things and I can feel when people are feeling stuck. So I'm stuck. <laughs> I can feel the vibration. Yeah, right, so I, can feel. I, I agree I though. I, I agree though with her. Cause I mean, I, I, I know when I've met somebody where they know how to communicate effectively yeah. and I know other people where it's like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to say dumb it down. I need to take a step back because how this person communicates isn't exactly like the best way. However, I understand it enough to like, you know what? I know if I just completely interrupt this person right now or just say like, yo, you are tripping. Mm -hmm. It's going to make them go So I need to like just let them dump on me like yeah. you said and then be able to, to relate to them and then let them know softly, try this approach. But if it's my homeboys, I'm going to be like, no, if dog, you tripping. If right. they ask for it, exactly. Because you just need to listen. Yeah. And not respond because some people don't. I learned this through my therapist. I some bet people, they, they don't need. Yeah. They just need you to listen. They're not looking really? for. They're not looking for you to problem solve. Yeah. Just hear me out. Yeah. And then you can ask. Okay, do you want my opinion or do you yeah. want? And that's like a thing a lot of men 
generally feel yeah. like they need to fix. Yeah. Yeah. They need to save. I agree. Sometimes, and not all your women need to be saved. A lot of people. Okay. Sometimes, okay. sometimes you got your friends, though. Sometimes friends, they all, they just want to clap back. They, feel like, mm-hmm. they want to tell you what you did wrong or what you're not doing right. Mm-hmm. When sometimes all you want is an ear. Like mm-hmm. you said, listen. Right, right, right. Sometimes, hey, man, your ass was tripping. You did this. But sometimes I just want to vent. That's when you stop talking to them or you express it. Sure. Just let me vex you real yeah. quick. You coming to the conclusions and saying this, that, and the third, but you don't even know the whole story. Right. right. Just relax. They're trying to problem solve. Let me, right. Let me let me Listen. get this off my chest real quick. Yeah, they just need to air it out. True. But yeah. even when I, only some people in my life, even when I do listen, <clears throat> I still have to validate them like, and say, hey, you're you. like, me. They're not licensed though, but my fr- <laughs> friends and shit. <laughs> but you, it's okay. Right. Everybody so else. Think that's my therapist hat on. Yeah. No, I'm just a genuinely compassionate person yeah. now. Yeah. Now, was I born this way? Absolutely not. Takes work. Yeah, it took work. me a lot of work to get here. I'm a domestic violence survivor, so I went through a lot of shit, and I mm-hmm. had to look internally, right? Like problems keep happening. It's time to look inward. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. We all got friends that way. Man. I got a question though. Is there yeah. such thing as too much communication in a relationship or any social environments or whatever you want yeah, to say? Is there such thing as too much communication? Yeah, oversharing. Like yeah. even with your partner, they don't have to know every single thing that is in your mind. Yeah, I agree. Can you say that again for the camera? Say it again for the, <laughs> say it again they for the camera. They don't have to know. Women and like, want to know everything. But that's going back. Women do want to know everything. Intentional. <laughs> Yeah. That's it. What is what I'm about to say? Is it going to serve a purpose? Mm-hmm. If Am I trying to tell them this information to get a rise out of them? Do I want them to feel jealous a little bit? Like, that is an, another form of self-awareness is genuinely asking yourself, what is the purpose of my mm-hmm. behavior? What am I about to say? Right. No, and that, that piggybacks me to what you were asking. Like, well, I don't need to know everything. What I found out, just being married, right, is that sometimes we're not communicating enough. So that's why they bugging us about every single thing. Oh yeah, that's like, yo, why you like? I'm not gonna tell you when I'm leaving. Like when I'm leaving the house, and like if I'm gonna be back in ten minutes, I'm not gonna be like, hey baby, I got to let you know I'm walking out the door. I'll be back in ten minutes. But it's been, what I learned though is that we're actually not sharing enough. Yeah, true. So that's why it's their way of like wanting to open up communication, not just women, but just people in general. Like they start picking picking at you. They want to know. Those everything. are called bids. Yeah. Bids. bids for connection. Ooh. And I, I had to learn that because I was yeah, I like in, that. My, in my marriage, like, because I, I knew I wasn't the greatest communicator, but this was something that I was actively trying to work on. And I would mm-hmm. always tell my ex-wife at the time, like, I just need to over-communicate, over-communicate. And she was like, no, it's not. I don't need you to over-communicate. But in my mind, that's, that's what it feels like I need to do because right. I'm not giving you enough. So the only way I need to fix this is to over-communicate. And it's like, she wasn't asking me to over-communicate, but just right. communicate more effectively. Effectively, yeah. Mm, there's a big difference. A huge yeah. Difference. But was she able to communicate that to you effectively? No. And there's <laughs> the problem. We have to learn that, we right. have to learn that through therapy, though. Yeah, okay. there's a problem right there. Yeah. There's a problem right there. It's levels to communication, too, I think. Oh, you may want to communicate this, that, or this transactions, but the other things you may not want to communicate. So you have a communication imbalance. Yeah. Know? So And your communication also is developed from what you grew up with. Yep. What you saw, but also, like, how your parents interacted yep. with each other. Like, yelling at each other. Were y'all passive-aggressive? Like, you know... Do you come home? Oh. You said you were going to take out the trash, but you're playing video games all day. Does yeah. does your partner come home and say, Sometimes. you must have had a lot of fun playing video games today, right? <laughs> like, that's super passive aggressive. Yeah, it is. Right, right. It's just like the workforce. <laughs> <laughs> so, you came in at 9 today. You're like, so, and I think uh, there's yes. I've also learned that there's no one blueprint for communication when it comes mm-hmm. to whatever works, people or relationships that you're, you're in because everyone communicates differently. Mm-hmm. Like the way I talk to these guys would be completely different than how I communicate with my spouse or my partner, right. you know what I'm saying? But you have to learn, you're going to constantly be learning communication styles with every interaction and every person that you have. Mm-hmm. I agree. Don't bring me drama in the morning. No. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, don't bring me drama in the morning. I'm not a morning, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person at all. And if my wife comes to me and she's, oh, well, they said that there's something broke and this and that. I'm like, something broke? What? That's me. And I'm like, Ryan, something broke. Something I'm like, what you mean, bro? Like, what happened? And you don't have all the details right there and there? Now my day is fucked up. <laughs> I'm looking like, 
Uh, you gotta have everything. You bring me these problems. <laughs> and you ain't got the full answers, bro. You, got you no ain't got the answers, Sway. You ain't got the, yeah. you ain't got yeah. nothing for me. I'm gonna ask you questions, you don't know the answer. Yeah. God damn it, now my day's ruined. <laughs> I got I got some questions. I need to go and express that to yeah. my wife. So <laughs> stop bringing these problems. Les is married. Yes. Uh, we're currently now single. You're engaged. So if you're partner was communicating as, as you, like, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Is that uh, effective enough for you or not? I'm asking everybody, like, less. Is that, if your wife was communicating as such as you, is that effective enough for you or you need uh, more or less? Let me kind of, let me make sure I understand the question. So you're saying, like, our, our, our level or our intelligence of communication, I guess, if that's the right way to put it, is the same level. Like, we know to ask questions, we know to listen. So, like, if your wife communicated... As you, is that effective enough for you? Of course, but I, but it's, <laughs> of course, but it's something I would never be, be done, right? Because one, we're two different people, True. and we're two different uh, sexes. Sexes, yeah. I guess a lot that's made. Literally, I was having this conversation with my wife the other day when she was explaining to me <laughs> at a particular event how many women that's in our life, her and I, like whether it's family, whether it's cousins, friends, how many women. Like, they get rubbed the wrong way with another woman for no reason. Like, it's just like, oh, she ain't talk to me. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, can you, I can't believe she did that. Like, she knows I don't like that color and she wore that color. Like, whatever. And I'm just, <laughs> and we're literally like laughing about it because I was like, yo, me and my homies don't beef like that. Like, over that. if you, if he brings somebody where I'm like, yo, we, we had some issues in the past. And today it's a mutual level of respect where I'm going to say what's up. But it's like, oh. They didn't say what's up to me. They didn't say what's up. And then I'm on mind. I'm like, well, why didn't they say what's up to you? Like, like that's things are fucked up. And you just you like you breaking it down, and you just realize. I said, yo, this is why we laughed. I was like, look at how much drama y'all 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 got between y'all, and then y'all trying to get men to be able to communicate to y'all. Y'all can't even communicate to y'allselves effectively, and it's not just a yeah, sex thing. That's true. You know, because men on the other on the flip side, not to make it just like women, but men on the flip side, like we can't be vulnerable. True. So a lot of times the conversations that we're having with other men is always got to be like, oh. We got to show how tough we are instead of just being like, yo, my feelings were hurt. Yeah. Like, I'm communicating to you and you hurt my feelings. Like, to say that means you're like- I think it depends how close, close you are, the relationship. No, I got, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I got a question for you because that's- I that's, wanted to hear that's, her that's input. Really, oh, go ahead. But go ahead. No, no, you, you, <laughs> remember no, you, you that question. Remember the question, but let me get her, let, let, let me get her input. If Ryan communicated the way I do, I think that it would be good. Yeah. I mean, he's- He's so attentive, too. He's also the most emotionally aware person I've ever been with and responds to my needs. Like, if I have a concern, he has never thrown it back on me. He's never gaslit me, belittled me, made me feel like I was crazy. He's immediately, he's like, okay, let me fix it. He's validated. Like, That's what's let's up, talk man. about it. Hey, I'm going to snap a couple times for my boy. Because, <laughs> man, I got to take some notes, man. But also, I can be a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have a big personality. Um, I am a very headstrong, independent woman, and I can be a little controlling. So I, but here's the way I, right, Shafter? Um, Here's the way I communicated to him. I told him this up front. I said, hey, sometimes I need you to check me. I need you to put me in my place because I I know I can Give me an example of how, to, how a man can effectively, or your fiance can expect it. Effectively, when you push it in your place, because it's not like I should show it, you disrespect, right? That's just different, you know what I mean? So it's like, give me an example of that, give me an example of that, give me an example of that, because women say that all the time, yeah, put me in my place. No, I get it, I know exactly, it's a form of being submissive. So, like, what's an effect of because I'm again, this is not going to be everybody's right, but what's your blueprint? I like when he's like, hey. You're getting, you're giving me an attitude right now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I like that. I am. I mean, this is Hey, you giving me an attitude. You put the oh. hand up. You're giving me an attitude right now. No, I don't like that shit. Let's call it a man. A woman wants a lion, okay? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, yeah, you, you, you hunting for us. You going out there and doing all the killing and everything like that. But you want to know when it's time to protect that village, we're going to protect that village. Mm -hmm. So when y'all push it too far, we be like, all right, relax. <laughs> relax. But you know what? Yeah. It you takes a man. Then y'all good. I'm the big dog. You the little pup. Exactly. Healthy man yeah. with a good mindset to make a woman feel safe enough yeah. to be vulnerable and yeah. submissive. That's true. But I think it takes a. I mean, what about tone of voice? You don't want a man yeah. to be like. Hey, you're being a little. <laughs> 
hey, you being a little, hey, you better chill out. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. hey, and like that's, right. The kids, they see, hey, they see, they see that. Uh, disrespectful. They see the muscles get big, the bags are like, your head. You rip them a new one. So now, the second incident, you're like, hey, we about to go to, you look at a little disrespectful. Well, you don't want to intimidate them now. You better check yourself at the door. Or actually, or, or, actually, hey, put some you be like, hey, you know, you, you know, hey, you be, you going too far. You better relax. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Oh, uncle ass over here. You know, you know who, you know who you talking to. You know who you talking to. Y'all said too many words. It's just a look for me. Yeah, it's just a look. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I know. So you ask that question. You be like, what? when I give Ryan a look, oh, he knows. Okay. He knows but that's the relationship. That's that's. And that's our our communication yep, that we've yep, learned yep. from each other. Right. Not everyone's gonna be the same, and no. what works for us Most might not work for the next person. Most of. Most of. How long have you guys been together, by the way? It'll be four years in December. Ooh. So when we get married, it'll okay. be almost okay. four years, and she we met on Bumble. Oh, when did you guys get engaged? Um, December of 2021. So okay. it'll be two years when we get married. It'll be a two-year engagement. Yeah, so I was the same way. I was, we got engaged. Well, not we got engaged four-year anniversary, and we would have been September of this year. Yeah. What y'all would have been two years? It would have been uh, two years of being engaged. Years. Yep, and you would have postponed it. Uh, and how does, <laughs> how, how does that make you feel? Hey, you see what they be doing to me? You see what they be doing to me? Y'all see that mistake? Don't bring me back in, dog. Don't bring me back in, right? You be letting them bait you. Oh, my gosh. What I'm saying? Right. <laughs> the question that I was going to ask, uh, we talked about vulnerability yep. amongst guys. What is a way that guys and men can be more vulnerable? within their their friendships with each other. Honesty. I feel like women do it. Honesty. Do it a lot yeah, we have Honesty. event sessions, trauma dumping sessions. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it, it takes one person to say something, to just say like, yeah, I had a really hard day today or like, I'm super stressed. Like, it's okay to admit to your partner or your friends, hey, I can do it, I can manage it, but this is really heavy. Yeah. How are you guys? Open, doing? open communication and honesty yeah. too. Because sometimes, guys, we may have uh, it, it, it may not be a grudge or anything, but say hypothetically we put on on a section, like, hey man, so and so ain't, ain't put on on a section where he, mm -hmm. you know, or he sent he ain't sent me no money. So you may have a little animosity towards that person, or then they do something else. You'd be like, man, that's well. You know, it's just open communication. And open then you and hold honest. that with you. You hold that with you. You'd be like, yeah, I know that person but over there. You know you me. You never told them. They're not <laughs> right. mind you readers. Never told them. Right. So then this this pattern of this pattern of uh this action continues. Mm -hmm. So then you just holding that uh against them for however long. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I agree. With you, <laughs> it's I, I hard. Feel like, I feel like with men. So this is my perspective just because being a man, it comes with confidence. Yeah. If you're confident in who you are, then you should be able to tell your homies exactly what it is. And it took a level. It took a lot of work. High school, you know, you don't speak out as much. College, you know, you start speaking out a little bit. And after college, when you are confident in who you are and who you are as a right. person, but not only who you are as a person, but who you are as a friend. Yeah. Like, if you know you're a really good friend of somebody, then I would tell Jerry, like, bro, you tripping. tripping. Like, dude, you, like, nah, you wrong, bro. Or nah, what you said to me was very disrespectful. Don't like, don't say that to me again. Yeah. I don't need to fight you for it. Yeah. I don't believe in fighting your friends like physically, but <laughs> it's happened. But I don't believe in it. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you flat out, like, bro, yeah. you cheap. You can't come out with me no more. Cheap, <laughs> right? You ain't gonna put on. A, oh, why don't you say cheap or cheap? Bro, cheap. Like cheap money. Yeah, like I'm like like why don't I get no invite no more? I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. The last two times you was out and we did trips, like. You started talking about how many drinks you had. Once people start doing that, I don't. I, Bro, I, only, I, had two, I only had two shots. Why well, I gotta put on two feet for the bottle? Shots. I gotta get the whole bottle. Oh, bottle. Swear, don't worry about it. That's the yeah, I hate that oh, too. I'll talk to you after that. I'm like, yeah. don't worry about it. I only it. had a salad. We, me, like me and Jared, we, <laughs> like, we, we there with that. I know less too. Like I hate cheap motherfuckers out of town. I hate it. Yeah, out of town. Nah. We I come out of town if you wasn't money. part of the original party, I get it. If you showed up and you was like, yo, y'all, y'all hit me and told me I was in town, I just pulled up on you. 
Oh, I bet, especially if it's like midway through the party. But if we agree to come here as a group, right. I don't care if you a vegetarian, my dog. I don't care if you are <laughs> vegan you know, and you can't drink just, any of this liquor. The fact it, is, you are here. part of this crew. You yeah. are to maximize your benefits, bro. You better get some of these bottles of water that they brought out Something, to, to, some to, to subsidize the Red Bulls. And those Red Bulls be firm believer in expressing yourself because if, when you hold it in... It don't do nothing but like irritate you. Yeah. It eats you yeah. up. It eats you up. Like being angry at somebody. It keeps, it, keeps yeah. it inside. Like there's no point. I'm big. Like when somebody, when you, you angry at somebody. Then you also have to be, you also have to be around friends who are comfortable enough yes. and are able to support you and in you a way. And you feel safe enough yeah. around them. Because yeah. when, you're, when, you, when you expose yourself to somebody and they don't accept you for who you are, like you, you just like, what what the fuck did I right. do this for? You, you feel you safe? Just be, if you're like vulnerable and they're like, ah, oh, head ass. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Why would I How long we know you, 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 feel like, you feel safe? Me? Yeah, I'm always safe. Around me? Like, you feel yeah. safe? Yeah. Right. Safe. 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 Like, mentally safe? You talking about? Like, like, open up to him. Like, like, to speak up. Feel safe? Yeah, things that, that impact me directly. For sure. Okay. Yeah, it's it's yes. levels to my friendship. It is levels. It's you know, where it's like certain things I'm going to, like, I mean, shoot, I've told Jared this. I've told my homegirl. Uh, Brianna, this that you know, Frankie Fabre and them done, done met last time, man. Where legit, I told like legit, like I got mad respect for Brianna. That's like my sister now. Everybody, but when we when we first was like got getting cool, and she came in like, yo, why don't you invite me out? Like you, my like I'm your like like I'm your sister, stuff like that. I said, I mean, I fuck with you, but. It takes levels to be in my sister. Like, I got to see how you move first. Facts, facts. I literally and told that's her that. the truth. And she respected that's it enough true. to be like, nah, dog, I get it. Mm-hmm. And now we tight as hell. Because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure. like, I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. I ain't going to tell you, like, yo, I'm just going to kick away any chicken caught on my sister. Like, I don't know how you move. Yeah, like you, could be a, you could be a straight skank that's trying to, like, put other skanks on me and tell my business. Or you could be that girl that's, like, trying to, like, Clown my other homegirls behind their back because it's a dude that you want. Like I don't know. Yeah. I gotta see how you. I had a. I had a. I had a female friend. I wish we were. That told some. Told, told <laughs> some of my business. Rufus. Hey, look, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I had a female friend uh, that I was friend with for what almost five years, four years, five years. Um, you probably you 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 know, but I ain't gonna say no names, try no mm-hmm. names. But I had to cut her off, man. It was tough. I had to cut her off because some. Some information was was leaked about my relationship and me and my partner mm-hmm. that I was venting to a friend that I thought. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, I was just like, we can't be cool. Like, I got I to gotta let Did you know. Did you tell her right. why? Did you tell yeah. her? Yeah, she knew why. Oh, okay. And, and she, she was like, it. all right, I respect yeah, it. We ain't cool to this day. She said she respected it. She didn't say that specifically. Yeah, oh, oh, she didn't say it specifically. Yeah, yeah, I got she, you. Thank she, you for letting me know why. She <laughs> understood. Oh, you know Fine, right. I, I wouldn't say respect. She understood. Okay, okay. She understood. Yeah. Why we are no longer cool, and you know, she accepted, she accepted it, it. Yeah. better than me. Like I have a bad problem. Like if if I, me and somebody get into it, then I'm because I'm just so quick to just be like you know what, I'm gonna write you off, I'm gonna cut you off. I'm not even mm, gonna say nothing. You shut down. I do. Yeah, Damn. that's not effective. That's, that's not effective. You know it. Yeah. You said it before the podcast. I have said it before, but she ain't know. She ain't know that. Yeah, you know, you mm-hmm. just analyze me. Yeah, I mean, Jared Jared's very nice. Though. Obvious. Jared's yeah. very nice. He's super nice. He give people the benefit of the doubt when they don't yeah. need the benefit of the doubt. You know, but super nice. When I, when I stop, when I when I stop fucking with you, I'm gonna just stop, and I'm not gonna tell you why. Yeah, yeah. I damn, they robbed you, you already. Getting an explanation from me. They done robbed yeah. you already. Is that healthy? About <laughs> your your shit or your emotions? Is, has it been working for you? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Well, I mean, it, it so my life is good. Yeah. And that's all that you matters. Manage your friends. You gotta manage your friends. <laughs> Managing your yeah. friends. It's tough. Is key. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, advise that method. <laughs> right. I mean, it don't work for everybody. It, it yeah. work for me because I'm a Scorpio. Though, look what happened with with the old guy. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be like, hey, bro, it's time to go. Yeah. Time to pack it up and let's. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta effectively communicate that to cut people off. Of, you know, for good because mm-hmm. it can boil down to a. You know, darker situation later on. You never know. For sure. So that's why I was like, eh, if you just cutting people off, they still around. Then it's not. It's not. Oh the best way. yeah, because then they're not gonna know what's up. They're not up. gonna know. Like, they don't know what's you, up. And they just know you've been ignoring their ass. No. Like you're not the same Circle and we fit a little rap. You know what I mean? Then people that start talking. Yeah, yeah. So I got a question though. I mean, we we had we about three minutes in. I mean, three minutes left. Um, <laughs> three minutes in. or in. I mean, depending on how we got. Right, right. We probably gonna have to have a part two of this. What do you say about what do you say to people that are like, you know what, I get it, like I respect the profession. Um, me personally, I, I don't need a therapist. Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's fine. Like, you don't need a reason to go to therapy either. Some people have called me and said, Yeah, I just want to learn, have a deeper understanding of myself, my relationships, <laughs> and the world around me. 
that's great too. If you feel like your life is not impaired, your relationships are solid, your relationship with yourself is solid, then I don't think it's fair to say like therapy is for everyone. Because also, I know we're out of time, but therapy was never made for black men. Oh, Mm-hmm. Glad you like, said it. Wow. <laughs> this was never made for y'all. Like, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's not, <laughs> no, it's not just kidding. It's an honest it's question. It's a very um, colonized type of system. So you said we get the short end of the stick. Absolutely. Oh, no. There's not I'm many people that look like you in therapy that can relate to you. Mm-hmm. And you guys already have enough uh, difficulty trusting people in higher authority. So, That's like, true. why would black men want to go and open up their heart to some some yeah. lady they never met before? Oh, yeah, that's, that's probably why. Oh, part, part, two. Part, two. <laughs> part two, Darcy. Like, that's, that's probably one of the major reasons why in the culture, like, black men don't go to therapy yeah. because it's, look, it's frowned upon. Well, I don't blame you. Used to be. Now, yeah. now it's a lot more accepted among the culture. Like, there's been a lot of things going around about mental health and mental mm-hmm. health awareness because of suicides and things like that. But uh, that's a whole other story. Yeah, and that's why you need to be educated, though. There's more stuff yeah. in the community, though. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. But that's why you need to be educated because, I mean, the communities, which we know the main communities that are impacted, mm-hmm. if you're not educated on this, like, you don't elevate your status, you don't really realize that these are even options out there. The thing and, is, too, our people, most, majority, in those uh, neighborhoods and locations, they don't even have access to that's true. the uh, benefits. Or insurance. Or insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Or and insurance. if you Medicaid, can afford it. Oh, like, no therapist I know takes yep. Medicaid. They have sliding scales, but... All those spots are filled. Right. So, so how are we going to get the help that we need if we community. can't even afford it? Jesus. Community. Jesus. Barbershops. Barbershops. Church. Barbershops. No, she's yeah. right. No, that's even, a form of therapy right there. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> even bigger issue than that is like when these kids grow up, they like never really sit back and think about the traumas that mm-hmm. they have experienced as a child and that just continue throughout life. And it's just like, well, this is, I'm this way because this is how I was born. But it's like, you really just have to sit and, and reflect and reflect on everything that you've been through as a child because that molded who you were today. You know, Absolutely. Let's, as, as we bring this around, let's actually, I, I'm a, I mean, I'm going to talk to the guys, but I think we should make this a part two because we, uh, you, you opened up like the can of worms with that and we should go a little bit deeper into communities. Uh, your 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 uh, demographics, like what the breakdown is of like your clientele, because mm-hmm. uh, you probably have a lot more insight on like how therapy affects like different communities, yeah. resources, things like that. So we do, we definitely gonna bring it back. So with that being said, like I said, we we out of time, but we appreciate you. For y'all that don't know, y'all can find her, man, Bianca. Uh, what is it? The uh, Balance Soul Therapy. You got balance the Soul Counseling. Balance I need the Soul all Counseling. Virtual. Just want to make sure it's all virtual. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's dope, though. Thank so, you guys for having me. And it's always good to get in when they're young because a lot of times, like, they're they're more in tune. Like, they don't, they have, they have really prejudged you or nothing like that. They're mm-hmm. like, yo, I want to take on this. I really want to be in the moment. Cool. So definitely make sure y'all look her up. Shout mm-hmm. out. Hope we can get you back on for the next show. Of um, and, of course, you got Jay Jones. Go yeah, ahead. You know, tell them how they can find you. Find me on Instagram <laughs> at the J Jones underscore 05. You already know. For sure. Y'all already know. Handsome Phenom. I'll let me. AJ, let's go. All right, you got ball that's less, less is more. You know what it is. And then Bianca, let them know how they can money. find you. Except me, money, be money. Be money. That's how they find be you. Be money. <laughs> how, how well, everybody else had a nickname. Are you right? You right. Money. How they how they no, find you? <clears throat> Balance Soul Counseling. Instagram. Ooh, love it. Balance Soul <laughs> Counseling. Yeah. And is with it that, S O U L. S O L. S O U L. Come on, man. This ain't Soul Lounge. I got your feet, boy. Come on. Soul Lounge, man. And with that, we out.